Hi, everybody. This is Gat Saad. Yesterday, I shared a clip that I originally saw on my feed from, this is from Ed Gentry at Sunny Marmalade. It's a clip of Emma Vigeland appearing on the Majority Report. I think it's the Majority Report with Sam Sather. I think he might have reached out to me at some point to get on his show. I, I can't remember. Or someone from his group had reached out to me. Uh, I, I don't know who this woman is, but she was uh, pontificating about, uh, well, I'll I'll put the clip so that you don't think that I'm in any way engaging in gad satire or hyperbole or, you know, comedic hyperbole, because I want you to actually see the clip. But just to, before I show you her clip, it's about a minute long, uh, Ideas have consequences, right? Lysenkoism, a, a, a quote scientific theory uh, from Lysenko during the uh, era of the Soviet Union was one where it was argued that the, the laws of genetics that are established were incorrect. And instead, Lysenko proposed some mechanisms of uh, heredity that resulted in the famine of millions of people because ideology trumped science, trumped reality. And therefore, a theory that was consistent with the Marxist philosophy was hailed despite the fact that it was fully scientific quackery. The reason why the parasitic mind right here, you see it, uh, has... Uh, I'm very happy that it has received the, 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 the you know, the... the the huge success that it has garnered is because in it, I'm explaining that bad ideas, in this case, all of these idea pathogens that proliferated that were spawned on university campuses, eventually break out of the campus and then they become part of HR departments and politics and journalism and, and movie making and every nook and cranny, they are, they destroy all of the foundational values that define enlightened societies, free societies, and uh, nothing good comes from that. When you negate reality, when you negate science, when you negate logic, reason, common sense, uh, in order to pursue a particular utopian philosophy perfectly rooted in nonsense. So in this case, what this woman is basically arguing is that the 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 most fundamental instinct, which is the one to want to survive and therefore the the emotional the cognitive and the behavioral system that has evolved precisely to ensure that an organism survives and of course natural selection the mechanism of evolution is fundamentally a mechanism that explains what are the morphological features the traits or the behavioral patterns that are selected by evolution because they confer a survival advantage to the organism. It is the fundamental mechanism by which species evolve, right? Of course, the other mechanism would be sexual selection, which is the mechanism that explains why traits or behavioral patterns evolve because they confer mating advantage. So survival advantage and mating advantage is the whole enchilada. Okay, but this person now, and I'm going to show you the clip, and then I'll come back, is saying, "Well, no, it's 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 not right when we fear uh, something uh, 
and hence we are trying to trigger our instinct of survival. And I'll come back and I'll say more in a second. Enjoy. At one point, sitting on the subway by a man who was having a mental health episode, he sat next to me and he was elbowing and kind of flailing around and hit, hit me in the face and in my body. And I, I it was jarring, right? Um, the idea that I, I would want him to be hurt in any way, I just didn't want to be near him in that moment because mm -hmm. I understood something was going on here. Every one of us who's taken public transit has had this kind of situation, something similar happen, seeing someone struggling. That doesn't mean that our fear in that instance, and I was a little scared because I, my, I, I was hit. It's a problem. Like, it's but, people but, that but, need but help. I would, but, like, my fear is not the primary, right. uh, primary uh, object of, like, what we should be focusing on right now. It's the fact that this person is in pain. Um, and so, like, the politics of dehumanization privileges the the bourgeois kind of concern of people's like immediate discomfort in this narrow narrow instance as opposed to larger humanity and life it's really freaking twisted yeah did you enjoy that it turns out that when you're on a subway and an erratic dangerous looking man is you know about to inflict harm on you and you feel fear that fear turns out to be bourgeois, bourgeois. It's first of all, it's called bourgeois, right? It's bourgeois. Learn how to pronounce a French word before you pontificate like the idiot that you are. Now, why am I triggered by this person? Well, number one, because she perfectly captures the progressive utopia that uh, the left operates under, which is it's fully decoupled from an understanding of human nature because there is some utopia out there where we can all be infinitely empathetic. Don't have closed borders because then you don't allow noble people of color to get in and they have just as much a right to live the American dream. Don't close, you know, why is it that you're upset at homeless people that are shooting up, fornicating and defecating next to your three-year-old children? They don't have the privilege of having a home. And so when you are upset by it, you are lacking in empathy. Don't get upset when, say, someone rapes you because, you know, it could have been a sexual emergency. Now, if you're wondering whether I'm kidding, here's a case from 2016. Iraqi migrant admits raping boy in Austria pool after having too much sexual energy. A man he, he sec said he sexually assaulted the 10-year-old boy in a cubicle because he had not had sex for four months. He had followed his desire. It was basically a sexual emergency. And of course, there was a whole, uh, you know, up, at, up in arms because the penalty was quite uh, minimal. And of course, some people were saying, well, you know, he doesn't know the intricacies of, I think it was in Austria, of the Austrian legal system. He didn't know from in his culture, it's different, right? So you, you've got to give this guy leeway. A, a, a migrant rapes violently a 10-year-old boy and people like this degenerate that you saw on this clip are offering explanations, a context for you know why it might have happened when you feel fear when you're getting accosted by an insane person on the subway and you feel fear that's bourgeois bourgeois let me give you another example here is also 2016 male 
Norwegian politician raped by asylum seeker says he feels guilty that his attacker will now be deported because the man might suffer back in Somalia. Okay, so a Norwegian politician has spoken of how he felt guilty that the Somali asylum seeker who raped him was deported. Karsten Nordal Hocken from As Akurshus was raped in his home and the perpetrator was subsequently caught and jailed for four and a half years. That's all you get. You you do a home invasion, you rape a man and the thing you get four and a half years in Norway because they're more enlightened, they're progressive. However, when Nordal Hawken found out that the man was to be deported back to Somalia after serving his time, he reveals he felt guilt that the man would possibly face hardship in his old country. Now, imagine how much you've lost the, the sense of dignity, the sense of honor, the most fundamental basis of the visceral survival instinct when, or the sense of retribution, the sense of anger, the sense of seeking revenge. When a man rapes you, you're a man who's been raped, which has to mean you were sodomized, and you're so compassionate that you feel guilty that if this guy now gets deported, I mean, he's, he's just a lovely Somali, probably neurosurgeon on a fast track to a Nobel Prize who just had a sexual emergency, just like the guy who raped the 10-year-old. He, he broke into your house and, and sodomized you. And now imagine the hardships he's going to face in Somalia. Right? That's how empathetic he is. Not like, you know, guys like Gat Sad who are mean, who criticize these kinds of things. I lack empathy. Whereas the guy who got it up his ass is empathetic. Just like this woman, Emma, whatever, she understands that when a woman, let's say, is, is getting accosted in the subway and she feels fear, don't think about your fear. Think about the guy's going through an episode. What happened to his life that he is maybe trying to rape you now? Don't succumb to, you know, the bourgeoisie, the bourgeoisie. This is what I wrote back to this idiot, this degenerate. This is to Emma Vigilant. I completely agree. The survival instinct, which defines the primary visceral instinct of every sentient being, including humans, is a completely bourgeois value. When a homeless guy is raping you, sit back and accept it because it would be bourgeois to fear for your life. His pain matters. Your pain is bourgeoisie. There's an R there, idiot. It's bourgeoisie, not bourgeois. Why do I get, why do I get upset? I get upset because it is these constant erasures, these intellectual terroristic attacks on human dignity, on personal agency, on personal responsibility, on the sense of just retribution, on every deontological precepts on which our society is founded on, that the progressive unicornia left is destroying, that cannot lead to good places. There is no getting out of this without some very ugly downstream consequences. I went to New York last week. I appeared on Greg Gutfeld. I walked probably 20 blocks to go have dinner with my uh, nephew and his uh, lovely new bride. 
from where I was staying near the the Fox studio, and then I walked back late at night. Uh, you could sense that it wasn't quite as uh, safe as other times. Nothing happened. No one approached me, but you could sense in the air how much garbage, you know, the the rats that are slightly bigger than, you know, overweight zebras, uh, guys loitering, smoking up everywhere. I felt the, 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 the smoke of marijuana everywhere. There is an air, there is a, uh, a, a, an you know, an oppressive air of what's around the corner that I didn't see in previous years in New York. Good policies are rooted in an understanding of human nature. Once you try to do things that are antithetical to human nature, whether it be releasing a product that is contrary to human preferences, whether it be uh, to institute a policy that is contrary to human nature, those things will fail, right? The, the mind, the human mind is not so infinitely malleable that you can teach it things that are outside the constraints of biology. So to this degenerate, Emma Vigilant, uh, no, it's not bourgeois to experience fear when somebody is attacking you, right? And that's why a, a very famous book, which I haven't read, but many people have told me about, I think Gavin the Backer, if I'm not mistaken, The Fear of Gift, he explains in it, but of course, evolutionary psychologists have done that already. He explains the importance of feeling fear, right? The the evolved emotion of experiencing fear, as I explained in the parasitic mind, when you're going down an alley and you see four young men loitering, you experience a physiological and emotional reaction that says, hey, be careful, there is potentially looming danger. That's not bourgeois, it's called evolution, imbecile. Cheers, everybody.